0: Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan.
1: We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you.
0: We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics.
1: Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. Sean, are we going to have any fun today?
0: You know, when we have people like we have on today, we're going to have a blast. We have Butch and Julianne Hartman coming on. And Butch Hartman is a creator of Fairly Odd Parents cartoon that was on Nickelodeon for, I believe, a long time, over 10 years. And his wife, Julianne, also works in the entertainment industry and worked on Jeopardy for about 12 years. And so between the two of them, raising a family here in Los Angeles, California, uh, two daughters who are now grown up and doing incredible. And they are now show running. And. No, let me say that different. They're now creating other content like Christian projects like The Garden, which is a brand new Christian series that is just doing wonders in the Christian community for teaching kids how to read the Bible, hear the Bible, memorize the Bible. And they're just doing so much in the animation world. But Butch also has, I think, over a million something people following him on TikTok. They're both really active on social media, and I just love who they are. So our audience, you're going to love them. You're going to want to hear their story because they're doing it. They're recreating their career later in life to be exactly around what God's called them to in the first place. And it's really fun.
1: Up next, Butch and Julianne Hartman.
0: I had a word that the next great move of God's Spirit, like a Jesus people movement, is going to happen in the workplace, in the marketplace, and we need to hear God right now. You know, when you're working your career, your place of influence, your job, and you're wanting as a Christian a God result, there has to be a God process to get to that result, and we have to hear God. My friend Bob Hass and I wrote a book just for you to teach you how to hear God's voice in the season of your life, to help you in your place of career, and your place of business. So there's no disconnection between who you are at church, who you are in your family, and who you are in your career, but it all works together beautifully. And I believe that this book is a key book for now to help you understand what God's doing. So I want to encourage you to get this book Wired to Hear. And if you get it during this month, you'll get the masterclass where Bob and I taught on just the themes of the book and help bring it home, help give you some assignments and some impartation that's going to bring it right into your very life. So I want to encourage you to get Wired to Hear now and get our brand new masterclass free when you buy the book from bullsministries.com.
1: Well, welcome back. We're here with Butch and Julianne. Welcome to the show.
0: Well, hi. Thank you so much. We're glad to be here. This is really I'm fun. Sad. I think you're a first, maybe our second cartoonist on here, but you're one of my favorites, which is very odd odd parents, which I watch. This I have to admit this. Bob, Bob's gonna hate this about me. But I love cartoons. I I know people like Matt Walsh would be like, why do you, you're a grown man. So when I had kids, I was so excited (laughs) because I got to watch cartoons. And so I watched The Fairly Odd Parents, which is your cartoon, one of the main things that you're known for. But a bunch of other Nickelodeon ones, when Harper was just a baby, I would watch him as if she could understand him. And so I've always loved it ever since then. I love just, just how cartoons are so whimsical and fun, especially what you've worked on. And then we watched, of course, the Garden series that you've worked on now for That's a Christian based faith based uh, cartoon series. So grateful for it. But tell us how you guys got started in the industry. And then how, when God led you into kind of the, the portion that it's like, okay, we have to do something that's kind of more faith centric. Take us on that journey. Well, first of all, I want to
2: thank mm-hmm. you for watching *The Fairly Odd Parents*. Bob, I'm ashamed you haven't. It's not your fault. But <laughs> but God, he God can
3: still watch it, I think.
2: You, <laughs> you can redeem yourself. You know, you get with and ashes. <laughs> yeah. You could redeem yourself. No, but uh, you know, we're just blessed. That's been such a, a big hit for us. And uh, you know, we started. To, I started making *Fairly Odd Parents* back in 1997. Wow. But before that, I worked in animation from 1986. Uh, I I started my first uh, professional job in 1986 because I'm originally from Michigan. I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, growing up in the 1970s in Michigan, um, I had a black and white TV and that was it. And, um, you know, Julian and I both come from semi-dysfunctional uh, homes there was a lot of things going on in the home and so my escape was really uh, cartoons, TV wow. and movies and so I was glued to the TV glued to Disney movies I'd go to the theater whenever I could. So when I could so when I could finally drive that was like heaven opened up I could drive to the theater instead of walking in the snow this sounds terrible I walked in the snow I know, like, you know Barefoot, there was no air when I was a kid yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, no anyway I ended, up, I ended up finding about about a school called Cal Arts uh, that taught Animation. And mm-hmm. in, in the 80s, I heard about this school. and I was only 18 years old. I got out of school. I didn't, want, didn't know where I wanted to go to college. I'd been accepted to Michigan State and U of M. Wow. I was going to go to one of those schools. But a friend of mine, who was an animator in Michigan, was going to Cal Arts. I go, Where's this? It's in California. There's no snow there. I'm signed up. Let me go. Right. <laughs> so uh, but going to CalArts was a really eye-opening experience because there was uh, classes taught by former Disney animators. Disney people that were currently working at Disney Studios would come and talk to us. Uh, wow. You really got connected to the industry where before in Michigan it seemed so unconnected. I couldn't connect to it. But now here I'm at a school where I'm connected. And I always encourage people, you need to get connected to the the job you want to be in. You need to be around yeah. those people to do it. Yeah. And I and God had his hand on me all those years ago. I wasn't a Christian back then. Uh, Julian and I didn't get saved until the year 2000. But um, all those years of growing up and, you know, not knowing where to go, kind of having to stumble along and bump my head, um, ended up getting into the animation industry, ended up at Nickelodeon and then uh, created Fairly Odd Parents at that point. And all of those stories are a lot more detailed, but that's kind of the condensed version.
0: No, that's amazing. And Julian, you also uh, were working in the entertainment industry as well. And so how did you guys meet or how, when did your paths cross? I and mean, because there was a journey before where uh, you were even saved that you guys met and got married.
3: We did. Uh, I was uh, working on the game show Jeopardy, which I did for 15 years. I love And that. Alex, Alex Trebek was the host back then. Yes. I love that. Um, and so I always, but I wanted to be an actress and I was, I'm actually born and raised here, Burbank, California. And so I wanted to be an actress. And so I, my mom kept telling me, well, you need to get a job. Like, cause you're, that job's not working out for you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to eat. So get a job. So I, I got the, uh, an amazing job at Jeopardy. Alex Trebek, mm-hmm. literally, he hired me. He was our wow. producer. He gave me, he gave a girl that knew nothing about anything really, a job on the writing staff of, I was not a writer. Which I've
0: heard you have to be like brilliant to work on. No, you have to underwriting yourself because you, no, you have to be brilliant. To. She is brilliant. Oh, she. Is, yeah. no, brilliant. I'm not at all. Like I'm not now, you I'm not the now <laughs> but because,
3: you, you weren't even a writer you were there on. No, the so writers. I was, I worked on the writing staff, meaning I, I, uh, we like supervise all the, you know, you guys, obviously the, you know, questions and answers trivia with the twist. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I supervised all of that, put the games together with the head writer. So I was in the writing department. That's what was so funny about this story is that me be anybody that knew me or like you <laughs> you and, you and so, yeah. So I I went to work there, and then um, one of my friends that was there, she was always, you know, my biggest supporter with all my acting gigs. And so one day she goes, you know, you really like immediate attention. I think you should do stand up. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So <laughs> I did, and the night that I had my big coming out of a uh what would you say like my big premiere night of big being a big stand-up night yes night butch was in the audience right and so oh, that's wow. how we
2: met we that met, night we met at a stand-up comedy club. yeah and that's then I mean, as most love stories started right. it
3: started at a stand-up comedy club. So <laughs>
0: of course <laughs> and, that's um, how my
3: friends all met <laughs> absolutely. right and you could just imagine because wow. we were not we knew nothing about jesus jesus christ yeah. was a cuss word we, we would laugh at people that were Christians. We would, you know, like, what, you know, just make fun of them. Well, because all
2: the media does is show you the people with the turn and burn signs. They'll just show you those people, but they do not show you any of the fulfilling, amazing, awesome yeah. aspects of who the Lord is. And so you yeah. don't know those things until you start diving into the Lord yourself. And that's what we had. Yeah.
3: And, and plus, I mean, you know, my mom raising three girls on her own, it would be, you know, well, you know, you're gonna burn in hell if you do this. You're gonna to go to hell if you do that. That's how she kept us in line, right? It didn't work. We did it anyway, yeah, right? It so it was just funny because not that she'd say you burn out, but she would say, you know, like you're gonna you're gonna go to hell for lying and all that. So we we're like, yeah. Wow, you know, that's pretty cause she didn't know any better, right? That's what mm-hmm. she was told. So we so um, anyway, so fast forward, we uh you know, started dating right after that, and then we always we just kind of would think about maybe spend the rest of our lives together but didn't want to say the m word um (laughs) m m M -M. word m -M. as in marriage that's what she's finally one night he asked me to marry him and so it was 31 years ago it's
2: 31 years of marriage we have two daughters thank you we have two daughters our oldest is 27 and our youngest is 25 and they're both they both love the lord um and we've just been able to really honestly we became new branches on our family tree and this yeah. is wow. not to disparage anybody in our family but the lord will do that he will make you a brand new branch in your family tree but with that branch comes pruning it comes there's there's there's
3: all kinds of cutting back cutting away that needs to happen that's what happened in our life um, and our daughters that are, are just, they're just amazing. I mean, I know that they're yeah. ours, but I'm very, like, honest about that. If I didn't think they were, I would say it. <laughs> I, would, I would tell <laughs> you. I would help, right?
2: <laughs> right here on the Sean Bulls podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: they are, they're amazing, but it was, it was not by accident
2: at no, all.
3: No. I mean, we had to seek the Lord in everything because we I did not know how to mother. I did not know. My mother was not a stay-at-home mom. She wasn't able to because she was, you know, she had to provide for us. She had like four jobs at one time, you know, and there was three of us girls, and so I did not we, I did not know how to do this. And so we literally had to seek the Lord in everything about everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, That's incredible. Well, now let's talk about your. your you, you, t- you two are both creative, and you you were an animator, and you started uh, these animations that have become famous. How did the Lord? When did you find the Lord, and how did He impact you in that work?
2: We got um, saved at Crenshaw Christian Center in uh, the year two thousand. We started going oh, wow. there in nineteen ninety nine. We were uh, one of the very few uh, white couples in a predominantly African-American church, Uh, Fred Price's church, which was an amazing... He's such a great pastor, yeah. Such one of of the best pastors ever. He sadly has passed away, but um, what a wonderful man. And he really gave us a great foundation of who Jesus is, what tithing is about, what healing is about. We really learned, and he was the first pastor we ever uh, listened to. In fact, he was the first pastor... I ever listened to, yeah for anything. Um, but he, yeah. he would say, open your Bibles and follow along with me. Cause we were on a search cause we had these two daughters. Our two girls were so little and people kept saying, you got to raise these girls. Right. I'm like, I don't want them to be raised in the same situation I was raised in. How do we right. do this? People said You should go to church. Great. But which one do you go to? So we ended up finding Crunchyroll Christian center and uh, went there for 10 years. I wow. uh, got a real great foundation, but I, and I sold fairly odd parents, probably like the same, two months when I first started um, at Crenshaw, I, I sold fairly out here in Nickelodeon because I was working in the animation industry at that time. And I, I started learning things about what the Lord said, like, you know, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. Uh, 2 Timothy 1, seven. So I was like, well, I don't have the spirit of fear. I shouldn't be afraid to go and tell people my ideas. Mark 11.24, yeah. 11, 11, I can, whatever things I ask for when I pray, I believe I receive them. It's like, I'm going to believe I receive this as a show, and I'm going to make this a hit. So I actually took video, you know, a little camcorder, I had the camcorder, I had all my work there. We have these videos still where I'm like, this is going to be a number one show. I'm blessing the show in the name of Jesus Christ. The pastor told me to bless my work, so I'm going to bless my work, lay at the feet of Jesus. So I just started, we really started giving our lives over to the Lord very, very uh, early in our walk.
3: Yeah, we decided, we really had to dive in into the deep end quick because. Mm. You know, I was 37, he was 35, and we're like, well, when are we going to do it? If we're I'm not still 35, by the way. Right, exactly. So uh,
0: of course, go. of course. So
3: <laughs> we're like, when, when are we going to do it if we're not going to do it now? But it just seemed right. Um, I struggled a lot. Of course, being an actress, you know, sometimes we're emotional roller coasters all the time, up and down, you know, and so... She said
0: sometimes. Well, I was married to an actress, just so you know, <laughs> so he understands. Okay. He knows.
3: He but... Knows. Uh, yeah, so I I always you know struggled with you know our friends we would all get together. It's like you know how are you depressed? Yeah, me too. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I'm really depressed. Yeah, me too. You know, it's like we were always on this emo. And then of course you do scenes, and then you've got to be up, and then you got to be really sad and all that stuff. So I my Sounds flesh, fun. Sounds no, my yeah, flesh does. bought into all of that, and so. Um, so that's why I was like I don't want to live like this well anymore. I was an actor too I did some uh, yeah but some, you're not real emotional
2: that's true I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, whole, I'm about to get emotional okay no but I yeah. uh, I, uh, I, I did some acting as well and um, you know we both kind of came from yeah. that 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 school of uh, thinking
3: yeah so I I knew that I had to again I would indulge in my emotions and I knew that something had to change for this girl um and so that's why when we and when we found crenshaw and then he would say okay go you know go buy a a cd or not a cd a cassette go get a tape go get a cassette tape and and listen to this at home and go through it yourself Study yourself don't take my word for it Mm -hmm. so we would like you know hurry home on sundays get the kids in bed and then we would listen and I would listen all week long and try because I needed to change I know I needed to yeah. change I didn't know and I didn't know what that was going to look like and so but obviously it it, it absolutely completely changed and I had, our lives right and I had
2: to go and write comedy at Nickelodeon because my show started taking off and uh yeah you know what was really cool about it was uh, the show was a hit and uh I'd learned through my years at, Nickel- or at uh, in the animation industry that story is everything. It's all about story. It doesn't matter what the characters look like, although that helps. But if the ca- if people can't relate to the characters in the story, nobody cares. So I was, I'd be at work trying to you know lift this show up, make the Fairly Odd Parents great. I come up with great characters and stuff, then come home, we'd study the word. Yeah. Um, and then you
3: got ill for well, a while. Yeah, yeah, but before before we talk about that story, but yeah. I was and I was trying to navigate my own life. I've got now um my one sister who had was saved, my mother was not, um, conversations with my mom, you know. I finally at one point I felt so bad for doing this, but I said, Mom, I've got if I don't change myself. I think I got one shot at this. I don't think we should talk as much anymore because we're not, you know, you're talking negativity. You're talking like you're, everything is so crazy in your life. I need to like focus. And so I took a few months off from talking with my mom and I felt horrible about it, but I, it's like, I had to, i had to cut people out of my life to I had boundaries. To people, yeah that were gonna speak into me now what happened was it's so cool is that my mom would still come out and she'd visit uh she lived in texas at the time and then she ended up getting saved as well so wow. you know it all worked out to where we could all talk together uh, about the same thing but even you know even like uh being the mom taking the kids to preschool and all that my conversations now we're gonna start changing and that was weird because what I used to talk about with the girls, all the doom and gloom, and my I had a potty mouth. I, did, <laughs> I had a potty mouth. When I didn't even have to say the F word, I would say it anyway. Right? <laughs> and so, like, all of that, like, that changed overnight. Like, literally, I said, uh-huh. I don't want to cuss anymore. I never cussed again. Um, but I had to like relearn all my conversations. Like I didn't want to indulge in conversations with the moms when we get back to the car or at the coffee shop. I did. I knew I couldn't talk that way anymore. So there was a major transition going on for me for sure. And then
0: I do, I want to paint the picture before you go on. I do want to paint the picture that you were in the entertainment industry. So like you guys are in places where culture is, you may not, the viewer may not know this it's like it's pretty negative there's a lot of negative conversations there's a lot of positioning, okay. posturing people are talking about each other they're talking about the the celebrity mom down the street who's doing a terrible job there it's like it's very easy to do slander gossip in a really fun way in la it's just that's almost that almost rhymes but it's just true so like to be a new creation to actually go like your christianity affecting you so much when but you're now at the animation studio julianne you're like raising two girls trying to figure out how to do your Christianity the right way. This is a huge, this is a huge thing. I think that a lot of people, because we're still, it's still very churchless and godless in LA. Even though we have incredible churches, we have incredible That's ministries. Right. The majority, I mean, we have four thousand churches. Well, Nashville has four thousand churches, and it has about eight million less people than us. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty big yeah. deal. So, I think I think uh, hearing that, I just wanted to frame that for the audience a little bit. So, as you were going on this journey of the transformation, and but you were making animation. That you couldn't inject obviously Christianity directly into, and Julianne, you were trying to figure out how to raise the girls and recreate your life. Talk about like that, where Christianity all of a sudden redefined you. Like what what happened? Because obviously it got better. Well, I can tell you when you fall in love with Jesus, it just
3: it it literally your heart just changes, mm-hmm. and right. so that's that's what I was doing as I was falling in love with Jesus, mm-hmm. and I could and but I'd never. You know, I came from, you know, my my mom was married several times. My real father, I couldn't. He was an alcoholic, drug addict. Mm -hmm. My second dad was, you know, he had his alcohol issues, but was very verbally abusive. I did not know how to trust a man and a dad like I would not trust anybody. You know, I was like, you know, prove it before I trust you. And so now I'm going to trust this God that I can't even see that I don't know much about, you know. And then I'm I knew some Christians. I'm like, God, I don't want to be like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So which is can you start, We're gonna name those. I'm gonna Christians, name them right, right now. now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right hopefully, now,
0: we're not like, on the list. You know, hopefully, we're not on the list.
3: So <laughs> that was that was hard for me because I I really didn't know how to say, okay, here's my heart, take it. What are you gonna do with it? Because if I gave him my heart like I did my own father and he crushed it, I couldn't afford to allow anybody else to crush my heart. And it even took me a, a long time to allow my husband to have my heart because I was afraid he was gonna mess with me and, I, and he was gonna hurt me. And so what would I do then? Would I sink into depression? Like what would happen if I did that? So it was it was really a, a, a learning for me to learn to literally walk by faith, to trust God in everything. And that was with our, our marriage, with our, our daughters and in our marriage too, we had to relearn how to talk to each other. Wow. We had to relearn how to argue. I hate to say that because yeah. yeah. we shouldn't be, but we didn't know any different. You know, uh, we were not raised in quiet homes. Right. There was arguing constantly. So why would I think that I'm going to, that I wouldn't even know to have a relationship where we weren't yelling at each other. I, wow. I didn't know not to, isn't that ridiculous?
1: It's amazing that God had you relearn all these things and put natural boundaries in place when you didn't know, you, you'd never seen yeah. anything else, but you guys did it. And here yeah. you are sitting after a long marriage and a, a long career, serving the Lord, um, and you're a, a whole new creation. What did it do in your careers, um, that that new creation aspect?
2: The uh, the main thing it did for the stuff I was doing, it really, like I said, it empowered me to be confident and empowered me to, uh, uh, to to be a leader. Because when you uh, sell a show, everybody wants to sell a show, and everybody wants to. Be an actor and everybody wants to be their own boss, kind of in Hollywood. And what people don't realize is there's always somebody above you, there's always somebody you have to answer to. Right. But if you can become as good a leader as possible and follow Jesus's example and listen to people, uh, now listen, I'm certainly not perfect at all, I'm not saying I was, but I did learn a lot of leadership aspects from the Lord. Yeah. You know, I learned how to answer people with kindness as opposed to a harsh word. I learned how. Right. Don't let the sun go down on your anger and things like that. I learned how you can't be offended. You know, uh, you know, offenses, the Bible says offenses will come, but woe to those through who they come, you know, don't let sin against you create sin inside of you. And so I had to I had to learn all of those things. And it really was challenging at first. Cause again, I'm in a writer's room with a bunch of really funny people. They're funny but everybody's talking politics and everybody hates this political candidate and everybody hates this and their kids and blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting there trying to be funny. And, and uh, you know, a lot of funny stuff comes out of, you know, the, the, the jokes you make at other people's expense. And trust me, that really is a a challenge. That
3: was rough for us is that it was uh, this, I don't know, this sarcasm, but it was, it's interesting because the sarcasm was, tolerable before we were christian
0: i'm a and jedi then,
2: master of sarcasm right. i'm then, a mm-hmm. high level sarcastic jedi yeah. way up here well
0: in yeah. your cartoons there's a lot of sarcasm but it's not that mean spirited no of sarcasm, and, and it can't be which is i think that, you know jesus was sarcastic it's just so it wild was. but in <laughs> jewish culture is sarcastic but then there's that that kind of manipulative or that that frustrated sarcasm that i think we hear you're speaking about in a lot of rooms And so it's really interesting to me that like you guys had to reset even in that because if you're in a writer's room and you see that bleed over into some cartoons like Teen Titans Go, I love Teen Titans Go but it gets so sarcastic in a wrong way and they they make fun of, you know, so you can tell there's people who are leaning one way and they make fun of a lot of people in politics or in that kind of other world. And I love that like that didn't come through in Johnny Bravo, it didn't come through in, in Fairly Odd Parents that you guys actually Somehow you held the ground there. And even in these shows before you were doing Christian shows, you were holding the ground in mainstream shows to keep them safe. Amen. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but you know what? His, his core, I mean, he's a very
3: joyful person. And so that's why he was always, before we knew it was the light and the darkness, he always was very light in everything he wanted to produce and uh, create and produce shows that were that made people be joyful to make people laugh not to make people you know go sin (laughs) no because that's when i
2: when i grew up in my house like i said when i was trying to escape all the the craziness i grew up in tv and movies and comic books helped me go through that helped me get get through things i would watch the brady bunch and that was my that was my model family like if i could just have a family like that right and uh, you know, so I also got my fashion sense from the Brady Bunch. Which, but I would see these shows I'd be like, "We got to create shows like this that make people want to watch them and 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 bring yeah. the family together again." And you know, doing Fairly Odd Parents was such a blast because the audience really responded to it uh, very favorably. And so, once things are going favorably at a studio, you've really got to learn how to play studio studio politics too. You know, the Bible says, "To whom much is given, much is required." That was another thing I took with me, but. I, you know, I can't complain. If I'm the boss, if I've prayed for this, God gave this to me. I can't complain about this. This is what I've wanted my whole life, right? But I had to learn to balance that with my home life, with my daughters, had to be there for them, and to be there for my show, had to be the first one in so people would be see that I was the example. Butch is the first one in, he's the last one out. He's doing just as much work as I am. Uh, and then you got to learn how to play studio politics where, hey, Butch, uh, we don't talk to you about your show. And it's not about the drawing anymore. It's about the relationship you feel. Yeah, and they almost them. canceled it a few times, right? Five times they canceled it. Oh, wow. wow. And they had, a, they had five rap parties for Fairly Odd Parents. And every <laughs> time we, we would pray about it, because I would say, This show is not over no, in the name of ends. Jesus. Wow. We're going to stand on this. Now we'd pray privately. And then about a week later, we'd get a call. You know what, Butch? I think we're going to pick the show up again. We don't know why, but we're going to pick it up again. But it was doing <laughs> so well. Like, why you guys want to? Anyway, it ran yeah. for. It ran for 18 years on, on Nickelodeon. Oh, I had
0: no idea. it was a, I knew it was like a long time because <laughs> most cartoons, what do they run for one to two seasons? Yeah. One one two, five right. You get three seasons nowadays and that's it. And, and uh, it's like, that's what the kids still see 10 years later though. Like, yeah. and you think it's a big show, but it only had 20, 30 episodes. Like, it's just crazy. So yeah, the yeah. fact that you guys had 18 years, I knew it was a long time because I'm so
2: blessed. The fact that people respond to it so well, there's so wow. many people love it. I'm it's part
0: of culture well, at that
3: point. We did uh, Danny Phantom, and how many episodes were done?
0: Of Danny Phantom? Yeah, we did fifty-four. That was. I was it. At Johnny Bravo, and I meant Danny Phantom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I meant <laughs> yeah, I meant Danny I Danny Johnny Bravo, though. Too. Yeah. I yeah, I think I saw that on your on your list, but Danny Phantom, because Danny Phantom also it feels like it was on forever and ever. So, but only oh, fifty-four episodes. Four episodes, yeah. Which is still a lot. That's still a lot more than most cartoons. Hey, get the, the Jetsons oh. only had twenty-four episodes. I know. That's what's you know? crazy is that so, some of these shows that Funhouse was a you know a couple years longer than that, but I mean it's like. It's so iconic this many years later, but a lot of these iconic shows, I think it's important. So mm-hmm. so you guys, in the midst of this, I know Bob has a question too, but in the midst of this, like you transition out of Nickelodeon at some point. And mm-hmm. what made you decide to want to do like faith-based? And are you still doing non-faith-based? Are you doing both? Or are you What are you working on? Good question. We're,
2: and thanks for asking that. We're doing um, uh, several different projects right now. Uh, some are straight up faith-based. Uh, scripture, Jesus, that's it. And then some are family family friendly with God mentioning them. You know what I mean? We we believe in mentioning God and everything. Some are more just great, fun, uh, awesome shows that the whole family can enjoy. The Garden, for example, the one behind me here. uh, This teaches scripture through song, through adventures. Kids can memorize things like Schoolhouse Rock. Like I used to love, I'm Just a Bill or Conjunction Junction, all those songs. And so I was like, if I ever get to do a show like that where I can teach the Word of God to kids, I want to do it through songs. And so I had this idea in 2005 but i couldn't uh, make it because no show nobody would make a christian show uh in the secular world back then, yeah, yeah plus
3: back then we would have never thought of doing it on our own i mean no. our kids are little you know it was just too
0: daunting back yeah, then. it was too much we yeah. wouldn't even have thought yeah. of it so but, and the cost of animation back then was probably a
2: lot more too uh, way more yeah. and now with technology now it's gotten a lot cheaper still expensive but cheaper yeah but way easier to produce and uh, mm-hmm. do it. But now I've got so much more experience and so many more connections and I know so many more people. Yeah, It's a lot easier to get things made if you want them to, if you really have a heart for it. But like Lord says, you know, he's going to lead you down that path that's hard to find, the narrow way. And so you go through that narrow way, it says it's difficult to find. So yeah. finding this narrow way into where we're going has been not super difficult, but it's a little harder than the broad path. The easiest thing to do would have been to go to a big studio and sell another show. But we're like, we're doing this for the Lord. Now we're going we're to teach kids the scripture. We want to teach kids the Bible, scripture, and give them really endearing characters to latch on to so they can grow up with. You know, Lenny and yeah. the Lamb are here. We want this to be the next veggie tales. That's a great example for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and also, too, I mean, this is basically kind of like the Fairly parents with scriptures. Yeah. It moves it moves fast, it's very funny, it's cute. We just changed it's, our costumes. This is Cosmo
2: yeah. and La Wanda. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. It's really uh, these kids love it. I mean they just they absolutely love it. And so you Getting know back response, in 2018 yeah. they' okay, so we were in secular entertainment, so we don't know anything about Christian entertainment at all. But I don't even, so we would have never known, is there a company that, is there a, a, a Christian Netflix? Like where would we have gone to sell yeah. a show to a Christian network? Well, there really isn't any. There was TBN and I think of, you know, um, I don't know, Daystar Here's and a-, a few others, but they they don't, it's very interesting. They're now getting it and they're now, of course they have like, amazing kids uh platforms called like yippee which we are actually on yippee tv right now, but that right. wasn't out back then and so no. we didn't know what to do so we just said we're just gonna make this on our own mm-hmm. and let's see what god tells us to do with it and so that's kind of what. and we we, did. we
2: we put a few of them on youtube uh we didn't really make a big push for it though and to be quite honest with you we're like we're god's going to give us the right place to put this at the right time and so now fortunately for us we didn't sell it to anybody we uh always kept the rights and so we now own it completely and now we've made deals with several streaming platforms uh just one yesterday as a matter of fact another one and uh we're gonna put on as many streaming platforms as we can we have a garden app it's a cartoon app you can go on our app and find the garden uh show there uh and so and there's more episodes there than there are on the streaming services too so we release
3: nice. one episode a month which is fun so and then the songs are available too on uh, yeah Capital Records. And you know there is such a need for Christian yeah. entertainment for children. Mm-hmm. There is such a need, yeah. and, and we there are all these movies are amazing, but they're just a movie. They're not a continuous series. Uh, and yeah. so that's what that's kind of this is what we do. We don't we don't necessarily make just movies standalones. We make series, and so yeah. the the cry that the parents have had. See, I I didn't even know what to show my kids back then. I wouldn't have been able to find a Christian cartoon when our kids were little, but I just let they could only watch Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom, and anything that. That's was right. There. See. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know what to do, Uh, but there was, so I just, you know, girls, you can only watch this. And, and then of course we would watch little things together as a family when they were just, you know, watching cartoons and stuff. I didn't know what else to do. So I know that there was a problem with that back then. I I know Mm -hmm. there still is because now there's a lot of platforms to watch on, but which one do you hand a device to your child and say, go ahead and search your favorite show. Oh my gosh. It's a time bomb. That's going to yeah. go off, right? So, but I, I want to add something about Nickelodeon. What was really cool was, is that even though he wasn't like preaching the gospel, but everybody knew on his staff that if they needed prayer for something, they knew who to come to. Wow.
2: They, they definitely do. I was a Christian. Yeah. They, and it's funny, yeah. uh, you, you lose friends and you make friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they come right. secretly like, hey, can you pray for me? You know? Yeah. That's and awesome. Like, yeah, sure. Here's the best part. You can pray for yeah. me, too.
3: So,
0: yeah. Yeah, that kind of no, that's so good. I think when I uh, first kind of was introduced to you guys, as far as understand that you were making the garden, because I didn't know it was you guys. I had followed you already, Butch, on TikTok, because you have a huge TikTok following. And you're <laughs> just so interesting in how you draw things. And in your style, you'll draw many different people's things. You'll tell stories. And so I just was interested. But I did this random clip. And I know I mentioned this when I had you on the Bull show. From my social commentary show but i did a random clip for a journalism just a social commentary mm-hmm. and it, it was just viewed hundreds of thousands of times mm. because families it was kind of like that contrast of like well disney's failing in some ways right now nickelodeon is there's a lot of ideologies that we don't want as christians for our children to just let our children run wild with their apps or with their shows because they're at indoctrination in some of these programs And i don't hate disney i don't hate nickelodeon at all like i actually like i just saw indiana jones and I actually loved it a lot of people didn't Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see it because they're just mad at Disney right now. And I just think there needs to be great change. But what I love is in the void of all of that is that Christian content is emerging that would maybe, maybe yeah. Disney who lost two thirds of its value and Nickelodeon 25% of its value over the last four or five years. That mm-hmm. value is going somewhere. That money is going somewhere. And what I've seen yeah. is that a lot of Christians are able to create content for children for the first time because that money that's being withdrawn from maybe the target protests and from Disney and from these places, Mm -hmm. Christians are actually coming into like supporting you guys or supporting other types of groups and ventures that are happening. And like the David movie on angel studios, they got like a hundred million dollars worth of funding, which is crazy. I don't think that would have happened pre political culture climate. I think it happened because there's a response where people want to do something for children that they felt good about, especially who are faith-based and so when I did that little video, it's kind of like here's some things that you could do if you want to do something, watch these, participate with these. And you in particular, of all the videos, that people loved all the all the different cartoons, but people are like, He is the best one. This is the best. And I was just like, I gotta watch this. So then I watched it with the girls and I was like, okay, this is like I and I didn't know it was like like that, because it really is kind of like fairly odd parents as far as it, it really is, yeah. And so I just I was so glad we met through that and met that way because there's something that you guys represent. I think you're forerunning something that now young mm-hmm. animators who are still in those programs that you know Pixar or they're doing an internship for animation studio, but they're dreaming of impacting children and culture, mm-hmm. even such a role model and of someone who's doing wow. it and now still doing it. And you're not retiring, you're refiring. You're like going for like well, 2.0. And I think that that's so inspiring. So I wanted to make sure that we just heard your, so excuse me, that we just heard your story because I feel like there's so many people who want to go in the space and they need the courage to do so.
2: Well, I'm so grateful, Sean. And I saw that video on TikTok that you yeah. made. Someone sent it to me and I was just so thrilled. Like, Oh my gosh, somebody saw, somebody saw, someone, someone like Sean saw what we're doing. This is so cool. And it was just really cool. So thank you for even mentioning us. And it's so yeah, and great you guys had us on. We too.
3: encourage people all the time about uh, cr- creating Christian content. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And And the unfortunate thing is like kind of right now and prior to now, there really isn't a lot of money in it. So yeah. it's like, you're not, you know, so well, that'll, that'll jo- yeah. it's good. It's changing. Thank God it's changing. But, you know, to sell a show, can you still pay your rent? Yeah. You know, can you, can you create a show and still pay like I'm talking about the younger generation that are coming up that do want to make a lot of kids Christian content. And yeah. so we're always encouraging people to like, yeah. Even though it may not be the popular thing and, you know, that you're seeing, you know, all the views on for secular stuff. But if God has given you a vision for something, do not lean on your own understanding. So you good. Don't do what God told you to do. Let him. There's no one that could get more views and blessings than the one that God has uh, instructed you to do. It just can't. You got to think, so think that way. You got to think that way.
1: Well, Butch and Julianne, this has been amazing. But the thing that I've taken from this is your journey and your process of of just sticking it out and finding God and continuing to move forward together and to try to get better and change. And I think all of our viewers and listeners can see that and hear that and take great courage.
2: We're grateful that you guys are doing what you're doing, too, and we just just pray that you continue to keep... Expanding and changing the world the way you're doing it. We're just grateful to be part of it. And thank you for even having us on for a few minutes, guys. It's been a joy. Thank you.
1: Oh, well, it's our we honor appreciate our it.
0: Yeah, we want to encourage everyone to download the Garden app, watch them on Yippie, yeah. go to their website and follow Butch specifically on TikTok because it's totally entertaining. He's a lot of fun. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being on today. And that, up next is Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Bye. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month, plus our back catalog is available to you as well on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to bowlsministries.com and clicking on the Academy button.
1: Welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Well, I'm still, my head's still spinning after listening to all that.
0: I know. Here's here's my biggest takeaway is that I think God is has a, had a lot of people positioned in a career, maybe in a certain industry. For them, it's cartoons and children space. And, and God wants to use and leverage your experience for your full calling. And I think a lot of people are transitioning in the body of Christ right now. And it may be the same career, but maybe just the way that God aims it is different. Or it could be a different career field, but you use the skills and the talents you gain there. But don't be afraid to make the jump. Just like Butch and Julianne are taking their industry experience and now making Christian content. Some of you who are watching this, your heart was moved. You're like, there's something inside of me that's going to change as well. And I think they were great examples of that.
1: Yeah, I, I took away their perseverance from... You know, recognizing how they both grew up, and you know, needing the Lord in order to have yeah. great kids, and then, and then, and then, persevering through child rearing and in their in their uh, careers, how they changed, how they put natural boundaries in place without even saying boundaries. Uh, it, it was just so interesting to me to see to see the creative, how funny they are together, mm. and I could just imagine what it would have been like before before the Lord in their lives, how funny (laughs) it would have been and raw. And now how they've transitioned to just being this lovely couple who've been married for a long time. And are, are really funny. I th- it was just, it was a really moving episode for me.
0: Yeah, their authenticity. I think you're even speaking to that so much. It's like, we have to be authentic. And I think that yeah. we're authentic and real and we'll share like what they really walked through and they've shared some really deep stories with us. So I'm so grateful. Well, I am going to encourage you to listen to all of our episodes. You can go to our podcast and get all the past episodes, listen in your car on the way to work or listen in your shower and your garden or while you're doing dishes this is a great show that's going to build up your faith for what God wants to do in your career and through you right now. We'll see you next time.
1: See you next time.
0: Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace. With us, we have amazing resources for you at our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear.
1: We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit Bowlesministries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.